Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. <laughs> BFFT. From the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, presented by High Caliber Millwrights, here's John Canzano with the Bald Face Truth. I read that story today. Robots will do 39% of your daily household chores by 2039. 39%. What do you need the robot to do for you? I'm having to do laundry. I don't like folding laundry. Go, you know, I don't, it's not my thing. Okay? That robot would be in the laundry room just working 15 hours a day, folding laundry. That's what I would have it do. Kelly Graves, University of Oregon women's basketball coach, is with us. All right, if a robot's doing a chore at your household, what do you never want to do again? Uh, I, I actually, unlike you, I actually like to do my laundry. I think it's a little bit therapeutic, um, and have always done my own. Uh, I think that's yes. why Mary and I've been married 28 years, you know, she hasn't you. had to do that. Uh, yeah. if I had a robot, I think I'd, you know, maybe a foot rub every night yeah. or, um, you know, some kind of a back rub, something like that, you know, yeah. the neck, the shoulders. Yep. You're no, sitting I, over... I'm good. I, I, I like the life I got. I, I don't think I need anybody enhancing it like that. Are you scared with technology, AI? Because, you know, we're seeing it bleed into sports, too, and I wonder someday if the analytics and the data just becomes too much and we, we stop relying on instinct and gut as much as maybe we used to. Yes, uh, I am a little bit afraid of it. I, I value it in, in some ways, but I'm lost. Uh, if I was re- a retired basketball coach right now, I would be completely lost because my assistant coaches do everything when it comes to anything technological. And I rely on them. Therefore, I've become, I think, dumber, you know, because of that. Uh, you know, they're happy to do it, and they do it well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to the driving thing. You know, have an automatic driver and automatic cars. I, I can't wait for that because I think it'll help traffic. It'll obviously help our mindset. We can just sit back and relax and do whatever work we got to do, stay on the phone, catch up, social media, whatever. That I'm looking forward to. That needs to come quicker. Yeah, and I, I'm with you on that front. I'm also kind of thinking about the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. Can we have a robot or AI pick the field or do you want a person doing that are you going strictly by the net rankings or do you want a human being involved in this well it depends on whether we get in or not so <laughs> like that. you know and you know the, the crazy thing is on all these selections is every person in that on the committee has a different measurement you know some uh, that, that that's where it's inexact you know, you look at, I, I think you posted or retweeted or something, our uh, our net. I mean, we're 14 and 13, but our net is still 25. It's crazy. Um, 
you know, some people will value that more. Others will say quality wins. Others will say, how did they finish the season? You know, there's just a whole bunch of different measurements. Uh, and I guess AI would make it, you know, uh, at least all the same. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's one. Is this what you were calling me for today? No, 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 no. no. I, I, it was just I on our minds. It's what... opine on this kind of stuff. <laughs> this, is, this is next level, man. <laughs> Let me ask you I, this I, then. I, you know the joke that always kills. You know when you, especially with the older, you know, alums and things like that. It's like. I'm a coach. I know X's and O's. It's the other letters I struggle with. <laughs> so, you know, don't don't right. go too high level. JC. All right. Let, let's just talk about the Pac-12 standings. You okay. mentioned the record, but, you know, seven teams in the Pac-12 in the top 30 in the net rankings. Does that get you seventeen? all seven teams in the NCAA tournament field? Feels like it should. Yeah, I think uh, I think we could get as many as eight. Uh, you know, I think we would be that eighth team. Uh, you know, I no, I don't think we have anything guaranteed yet. But yeah, it just goes to show you playing good teams should matter, and it does matter. And then playing well, you know, I think you look at our efficiency, our overall efficiency, offense and defense, and we're still a top thirty team in that. So, you know, the, we're not getting those wins, but we're playing good basketball, and we've been in literally every game. You know, we play Arizona tomorrow. When we played at Arizona, it was a tie game with two minutes and 20 seconds to go. Last week, UCLA, tie, tie game with two minutes and 50 seconds to go. And we've had a couple of games that went literally to the, to the final shot, and none of them have ended up in our favor. And so – you know, just a little luck or a little different circumstance here and there, and, and things, you know, can completely change. That's how close it is. So, I, I you know, that's why I think we have such a good net rating. Yeah, and I, you know, look, I'm looking across this conference. It's a, it's a tough league year in and year out. But what is happening right now at maybe at the top of this league as you look at Stanford and, and you know, some of the, you know, the top four teams – still unsettled. I mean, Arizona's trying to grab that fourth seed, and you're standing in the way tomorrow night. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to get their absolute best tomorrow. Just like you say, yeah, there's, uh, you know, the the logjam between that fourth, fifth, and sixth spot. I mean, and that means a lot. You know, the four seed gets a bye in the first round. You know, the five seed's got to play four games in four days, so it makes it a lot more difficult. Um so, yeah, I, I think that the league, and, and I'm, I've been here now in the conference at its absolute peak. You know, it's never been better in the last six or eight years. We've been by far the best in the, in the country, best conference. I think it's better now than it's ever been. Not at the top. There's no dominant team. Like when we won three straight championships not too long ago, we were really good. And we weren't going to lose most nights. Uh, I don't care how good you played. I don't think there's that super team. So I, I'm not sure it's quite as good on top, but the middle and the bottom is for real. That's where the real significant change has happened, I think. Give us an idea of what's happening with your program. I think some people are surprised to see you at 5-11, and 11, and then you look at the net ranking and you go, hey, this is a top 25 team in the latest rankings. Well, I'm surprised too. I mean, I, I and and if I knew the answer, I would have yeah. figured it out by now. It's something different. I, I feel like the little Dutch boy who you know is trying to 
plug the the dam, right? You know, you put your finger in one area, and then here comes another leak over here, and then you, you know, stop that, and here pops another one. It's kind of been something different each game. Uh, we just haven't found the consistency at both ends of the floor on the same night. I mean, on one weekend, th- this is us in a nutshell. You know, Friday night against Colorado, we go 0 of 16 from the three-point line. We're the leading three-point shooting team in the conference, 0 for 16, and struggle to score 50-something. Two nights later against Utah, we lose 100 to 92. Um, you know, so we defended well Friday couldn't shoot it Saturday we couldn't defend you and but we put up 92 and and lose so it's just kind of been that way the whole time and I'm not exactly sure what that is this is new territory for me Uh, you know as a coach I'm trying to figure things out and uh, the support that I'm getting from my colleagues former players uh, you know it has been tremendous even after some huge wins or great tournament runs I've actually gotten more texts from former players saying, Coach, keep your head up, you're doing fine, you're doing the right thing, blah, 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 now than I do after maybe an Elite Eight run or something. It's crazy. Well, they, I think they're trying to give back, and they see, like, hey, every, it's easy. You're going to get a lot of encouragement when you're 21 and 6, right? And it's when you're 14 and 13 that you probably need to hear stay the course and hear all those messages. It's the kind of stuff you do as a coach, right? I mean, that's they're coaching the coach. Yes, and I and it means a lot to me. I mean, it does. It truly means a lot to me, and I and I know people care, and they're invested in in the program. They're invested in me, uh, and which you know to me means I I've done a good job. You know, and uh, uh, you just got to keep plugging. That's the nature of sports. I, somebody asked me the other day about the the you know the, the what's happening this year, and I said are you a golfer? And he goes, well, yeah, of course. I said, and we've all been like that. We go out, we play a great round and we think, you know what? I figured this out. I got this now. (laughs) And then the next round, it kicks your butt. So, you know, we, we've had everything in place. We've had such a great last six or eight years. It's, it's been a phenomenal run here. And just when you, you know, we've recruited well, we've got the culture set. Just when you think you've got it figured out, something like this happens. And then you, you scramble, you know, you continue to grind, you do the, what you can, uh, but, you know, you're trying to find a new way to get it done. Coach Kelly Graves is with us, Oregon women's basketball coach. Um, you know, you get this Arizona, these two Arizona teams at home, then it's conference tournament. Obviously you want to win these games. You want to go into the conference tournament playing well. How are you feeling about the Thursday-Saturday matchup with Arizona-Arizona State? I feel great. I felt great last week, John. <laughs> Every game I go into, I go, this is going to be the one that we put it together. Um, I, I haven't lost faith at all, and I hope my team hasn't lost that belief. Um, I, I do feel like, you know, if we go out and play well. Now, obviously, we're down Grace Van Sluten, you know, and she's one of the best players in the conference, our, our all-freshmen, uh, you know, um, forward. So that hurts. But, um, you know, I still think we have enough to, to get it done, and, and that's what we're, uh, you know, going to work our tails off to, to try and accomplish on Thursday. Saturday, of course, senior night. Uh, Arizona State, you know, they've had their struggles this year. You can't take anything for granted, but hopefully, you know, we can win two this weekend and, and move, like you said, move into that conference tournament. I still think, you know, three wins might get us in. 
uh, to the field, and then we're going to be that low seed that nobody wants to play uh, because you know we have shown that we can play good basketball. And and you know, and I think I I may hold the NCAA record for most wins. Uh, as a double-digit seed, I think I've won eight or yeah. nine games as a coach. I shouldn't say I. I didn't score any of the points, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So if we can just get into the field, I think, uh, you know, we've shown that we can navigate that and get our kids fired up and actually win games in the NCAA tournament as a low seed. You, you mentioned the injury to Van Sluten, and it's an ankle injury as I understand it. She's a, she's a no-go, you said, for this week's game. Is there a shot you could get her back in Vegas during the conference tournament? Oh, we sure hope so. But you you know with injuries, you just never know. Um, you know, uh, Patrick McHolmes, what he did was, you know, incredible. Uh, and, you know, we might need that same kind of an effort. Uh, but I, I stay out of the training room, John. I always have. Um, when the doctors and trainers say, hey, I think she's good to go, then, then I'll play her. But I, I, I try to not to ever put any undue pressure on a, a young student athlete to, to play. It's not that important. Their health is much more important. What'd you think of the NBA All Star? And, and you know what? You want to yeah. hear my other theory on yeah. that, big guy? Yeah. Go ahead. I don't think I don't think in the short term. This has been my experience over the years. In the short term, I don't think injuries hurt you. Hmm. I think it's human nature for teammates and other other players to say, you know what, I'm going to do a little bit more tonight because it's needed. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I, you know, could to tell you uh, hundreds of stories of when that happened, you know, and then somebody stepped up and had a, had a career night because they were needed. Over the long haul, injuries do hurt you, of course, because you're without the services of a great player. So hopefully, you know, somebody on our team or some buddies will, will step up and just have, a, you know, an extraordinary game. Well, that's the thing. I think, you know, an injury is an opportunity for somebody, right? It's it's unfortunate. Sure. You want to be at full strength. But there's somebody on that bench who's going, hey, I'm going to get some minutes. I'm going to get some opportunities I didn't have. And, you know, you hope that the kid has done the work and you've done the work to prepare uh, the player. But, you know, do you, is it one of those things where you just don't know when you get in a situation with a team that, doesn't have a bunch of veteran players and a bunch of experience coming back or or is it you know is it a little different yeah well you just don't know i mean you, you don't know and plus we're dealing with 18 to 21 year olds too you know it's uh, <laughs> maybe a little different than if they were professionals but uh i i really do believe in my team i really like this group and i know you and i have talked about it you know throughout the year this yeah. has been one of my favorite groups to work with we just don't have a, a big margin for error because we really, you know, we only have nine players right now, and, and now we only have eight. So everybody kind of has to be on. You can't afford three or four kids having off nights and, and keep searching until you find a couple that are, are playing well. You know, we got to all be, we got to be on all the time, and that's difficult to do. Let me ask you before uh, I let you go here. Um, yeah. we're, we're bringing the two younger daughters to Vegas. Some of my friends are going, you're bringing your kids to Vegas, but I'm bringing them because I want them to see women's college basketball. I want them to see the tournament. I want them to see your team play. Yeah. Um, am I a good, good dad for doing that? Make me feel better about this. Oh, of course you're a good dad. Yeah, now if you took them to some other places that you know people <laughs> frequent in Vegas, then I would say, 
you're in trouble. I'm calling, you know, services, the state services. But, no, I think that's great. Absolutely. What a, This is, um, you know, Mandalay Bay is a great venue, first of all. And um, I, I think, you know, you're looking at 12 teams with just strong and powerful women and not just on the court. You know, you know what I'm as proud of as anything? We've obviously had great teams, a lot of success here. I'm, I, I look at some of our players You look and how they've impacted and changed the world. Start with Sedona Prince and what she's done. Start, you know, then go to Satu Sabli. Satu Sabli is one of the most recognizable female athletes in the world, okay, and especially in Europe. I mean, you go to Berlin, you know, Nike's putting up courts in her name, you know, basketball courts. And she's got that big Joey Harrington-like banner that's hanging from the building, uh, you know. She is a visible person. I tell everybody she's going to one day be the chancellor of Germany. That's how smart she is and impressive. And then you look at Sabrina. Sabrina has changed the game and how it's viewed by, uh, you know, men, um, you know, fans of men's basketball and how she's really made it mainstream, probably more than any other collegiate player. So I'm proud of that. Those were Oregon Ducks, man. And, um, you know, and I could have, of course, named many others, but those are just three that, uh, you know, that pop out real fast. So, absolutely, you're doing a great job, and hopefully we're there. Well, yeah, I want you to uh, stick around. Days. Yeah, here's yeah, what I'm going to say. You don't want the beavers and the ducks to be one and dones. Yeah. You, we, you we need, need to, to hang around for the weekend. Hang around for the weekend, or I'm going to take the six-year-old into the sports book and teach her how to bet on the ponies. How about that as a threat? <laughs> it's on you now. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, can I tell you, you know, WCC, I, I was one of the ones when I first got into the Pac-12 that championed the move to Vegas. I just thought it was yeah. a winner. We need to do it. And, and it has proven to be one of my great memories as a dad slash coach was when we were in Vegas, it was my Gonzaga days. And I, by the way, I heard your segment talking to, uh, uh is it Andy pool? Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Patton. Yeah. yeah. And I remember my son won a state championship at Gonzaga Prep High School uh, when he was okay. just a sophomore. And we were in the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook. It was a pretty slow night. It was a Saturday night at you know, about 9 o'clock is when they do the state tournament live. We went down with a bunch of Zag fans, and we asked them to put that game. It was on Root Sports on TV on the big screen. We had a great time watching uh, you know, Gonzaga Prep and my son win a state championship right there at the Mandalay Sportsbook with about, I don't know, 40 or 50 other Zag fans. Pretty cool. Love that. Good memories. Good memories. All right, go get it done Thursday night, tomorrow night at Matthew Knight Arena, Oregon hosting Arizona, Saturday at noon against Arizona State. Get your tickets. Go support the team. Kelly Graves, thank you. John, my pleasure. And, hey, when the season's over, how about do you ever do, like, a guest co-host? Yeah, let's I'll do it. to Portland, spend the yes. day. Let me, let it, you know. Yes, three hours, you and me, talking about well, robots. I and... three. I'm not smart <laughs> enough to do three. I, <laughs> if you got an hour, maybe I can go in there and help you. We'll, have, we'll do it. For sure. it's, it's a date. You're, I'm putting it on the good. calendar. All right. You're Thank you, man, Coach. John. Thank See you, buddy. Appreciate Bye. you. Kelly Graves, there he goes, University of Oregon, women's basketball coach. He doesn't want a robot. He doesn't want a robot to, to help him with his laundry. I do. That's the difference between him and me right now. Leave it here. Anna's popped into the studio. She's next. <laughs>
We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.